my name is Alexander Kraus. Alex for short. A for too short. And welcome to Big Tall Boys. Bye, Big Tall Boys. Now, it's exciting times. We're gonna have a show, a podcast that'll make you go, whoa, that is audio. That's right. That's right. It's another episode of a podcast. Yeah, and this week, this week it's pretty exciting because you may have noticed on your calendars that last week around thereabouts, it was Easter. Excuse you? What does that mean? Well, it means, well, let me break down, let me break down, let me bring up Google. Let me bring up Google, Google to break down what exactly is. What is, what, what, what Easter is? What is Easter? And it says right on here, that Easter is a, uh, Easter is celebrated by Christians as a joyous holiday because it represents the fulfillment of the prophecies of the Old Testament and the revelation of God's salvific uh, plan for all of humankind. Commemorating the resurrection of Jesus, Easter also celebrates the defeat of death and the hope of salvation. This is what I've been saying all the time. I am here to celebrate the defeat of death. A lot of other people will be saying, look, I'm here to celebrate Jesus. I like his hair. I like his body. I like the crucifixion. I like all the things about him. I like the cross. I like the buns. I like those buns, if you know what I mean. And people get very excited about like the the Jesus aspect of it. You know, he has risen, Lent, Ash Wednesday, eating pancakes, Shrove Tuesday, Sunday lunch with the family, big celebration festival on the Saturday, enjoying myself down in Bendigo, you know? Like, these are all the things that I associate with Easter and all of its things, you know? Eating chocolate, growing up and slowly getting less chocolate on Easter as my parents begin to go, does he really need chocolate as a thing? Are we spending our money on chocolate? And then starting to get pajamas? Um, and then that, yeah, that's pretty much all the associations I have. But over time, I started to go, you know what? What's the real message? And the real message is the defeat of death. Praise be to he who has defeated death. Defy all thy expectations, for they shall cast out the devil to which shall say you are not worthy to be in life. Though devil may speak ill of tongue, I shall thee lust thee say of thee, you shall be defeated for the light is pure in the heart of the many and the devil works in the heart of the few. For we are but the sultry dozen and we shall solve your sultry plans. Time is a river, you are the devil's sticks and I know how to play the fiddle. So how dare you, devil, Paul 216. Yeah, yeah, this is, if you didn't know, this is going to be a really, let me calm down, let me calm down, let me calm down. If you weren't sure, this is going to be a really religious episode. Yeah, yeah, it is, okay? Because I'm, I, I bleed, I bleed for the mead, and by mead, I mean a traditional food substance consumed by people in uh, previous centuries who were very religious so i so that's my association i guess with how i got that rhyme in there but rhymes are going to be very important for this episode as well while most of this episode is going to be very much religious focused and yet there will be a test at the end of this to make sure you know your pauls from your luke's from your henry's uh but the other half of, and that was a trick okay henry's not a christian name okay that was a trick to keep you on your toes uh the other half of this is also going to be i did a recording i did 
a Facebook live event over Easter. You may be tuned into it. You may be tuned out of it. Snooze, snooze. I'm, I'm, I'm here with the kids. You know, I'm here with the kids. But um, yeah. So I did like a Facebook live event where I did a little bit of a scavenger hunt and I played Matt Reeves uh, Riddler from the new Batman. Matt Reeves directs it. I have no idea who plays the Riddler. Paul Dano, I want to say. I have no idea. I really have no idea. But it's it was a pretty exciting event, and I know that a lot of people missed it, so I decided I'm going to include the scavenger hunt into this episode, just so that you can hear everything that went down. It was me giving riddles and hints towards next objectives, and people would go find the thing and then learn more about the religious holiday. So <laughs> each time... Each time they found, they figured out the clue, they would find the object or location, and I would supply them with religious facts. And every, I'd, I'd give them a hymn. I'd give them a hymn or a psalm or a, I don't know how to pronounce that, or like a Bible verse. Yeah. And people really got a lot out of it. They really feel connected to the holiday. So yeah, I'm going to, this is just going to be that. I know that you may, you may be already seen it. So maybe you don't really want to tune in for this episode. You can tune out, sneeze, but that's fine. That's all good. Okay. I understand. I, and I'm, this is what I've been, this is my Lent. Okay, and I know Lent's over now, but for Lent, I decided to give up being controlling of people's perception of me. So now I no longer say how people are supposed to feel. All I do is imply that there is a correct way. And I think in that way, a lot of people seem to think that I'm a cool guy who's humble and interesting. So I'm not saying you have to perceive me in a certain way. All I'm saying is that there's there's some hints out there. There's some there's some clues. <laughs> okay, let's jump into it. Um, this is Big Tall Boys, and I don't know why I'm segmenting like this. And this is th- this is <laughs> the scavenger hunt. Tee hee ha, Hello and welcome to the scavenger hunt event. I am the Grand Merry Trickster. I am, of course. The Riddler! Hello, Batman! I hope you have a plan to get out of this one. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Now, I know a lot of people are here with their extended families. A lot of people are gathering around the Yule Log, turning on their podcast radio devices, and listening in as I give these clues and rushing around town to figure out exactly where I've hid all of the religious facts. Which people desperately crave. So, I look, I think I should just get to it. Because all of you are probably going to be running over each other like a World War Z apocalypse situation. Okay. So here's the first little that I'll supply to you. Um, it is not merely on our face. For it can be found within a briefcase. What am I? <laughs> Just to repeat, I have not found. What did I say? Fuck. Okay, you'll find it. You'll something in a face or a suitcase. You'll get it. Aha! You found the next clue, which of course, <laughs> of course, you figured it out because the last one was so clear. I think it was. You can be found on a face, but also in a briefcase, and the answer was denim. <laughs> You could wear denim on your face, not usually, 
But you could, if there, because you could have like a denim hat. That's pretty common in the 90s. If you were a Spice Girl. Yeah. You didn't think about that. You thought my views, my views of pop culture were shallow. But no. I'm, I'm, I know the Spice Girls. Excuse you. Um, yeah, so denim, because it's also in a briefcase. If you're packing for a business trip to a Coachella. If you're managing Coachella, maybe you pack denim. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't look. These riddles are going to be loose. Let me be clear. These riddles are going to be very loose. Okay. And look, I'll be honest as well. I previously tried recording um, some of these riddles before in another means. By keeping up a fantastical voice and being the Riddler. And if you're thinking, hey Alex, you seem like you are lacking some energy. It's because I just recorded that and my voice was fucking killing me. And I decided I can't do that for any more time. So this is a diversion from that. So I'm hoping this just comes out with a lot of energy somehow. Through something inside of my gut. Something inside of my gut brings it out. Look, you found the denim and that means you're deserving of a religious fact. Or him, or parable. Um, so I'll share my favorite parable. It's of course Joseph and the waxer. Joseph was standing by his stable, for he was right and able with his mistress Mabel. For he was right and just, and he thought that he must get inside the waxing gig, for it would be a fib to say he was worth even a dime. So Joseph set out to go wax everyone that would then tax him on his reimbursements. And in turn he learned for worse or such that he was more than what he must, for he would learn that waxing was something that required preparation. So Joseph set out to buy some gear, although he spent his money on beer and got pissed at the local brewery. Mabel was stewing and brewing and unable to really come to terms with Joseph's problem. They set out to have an intervention at a stable where Joseph was previously at. All of Joseph's friends were there. Mabel, Dwyer, Corey, which is a close to Quarry and Corey, but not... It's an in-between word of that. It's Quarry, okay? So they were all there and they shared some letters and in those letters, Joseph was able to get betters. For he would no longer fretters his addiction to the brew. For he has now grew from the aisles to the pews. Let me hear an amen. <laughs> Maybe I'm the joker now with that laugh. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Look, it's religion. That's what the day, It's a day of defeating death. And that's what we all celebrate. And I think it's now time for you to get your next clue. Okay. I can be turned on and off. I can be found uh, uh, on a goth. <laughs> what am I? To repeat, I can be I can be turned on and off, and I can be found on a goth. You have found the next clue. You have done a fantastic job. Of course, something that can be turned on and off and can be found upon a goth 
is their phone. <laughs> yes, obviously that stereotype that all goths are looking at their blasted phones holds up. They're always looking down at their devices and they won't talk to us anymore. And it's like I'm trying to tell you about the defeat of death. And they're all like, no, okay? They're all like, no, I like the darkness and I just don't understand these kids. I just don't understand these kids. So obviously I guess this clue was on your phone or my phone or... Uh, I texted it to you. Let's say that's what it was. It's time for your next religious verse or hymn or chorus. This one is, of course, going to be another parable. <laughs> okay, okay. This one is entitled Cod Needs Grub. Cod was on the river banks. For he was needing to find a snack. He had eaten all his dew, for he was in lieu of dietary control. <laughs> he often ate, for he was large. He was often put in charge of food distribution. And in turn, he distributed all of it into his gullet. But on this very shore, Cod did uh, see uh, uh, across the shore <laughs> something to be eaten. For it was the Loch Ness creature. Cod set out at boat at night, for he did know not, not to fright his old ex-wife Mabel, who is now married to Joseph. It's a cinematic universe. You can't stop me. Cod is out at boat, candle held aloft, for he is scared by goths that travel by the night. He is trying to get Loch Ness, for he would like to mess up his dietary requirements and make his stomach large. Cod sent with spear in hand and he sent it right down into the land through the shore abounding. It was just quite astounding. Loch Ness was pinned upon a rock. Cod got out and he was shocked for Loch Ness was Mabel dressed inside a large apron made of green and using some sort of mechanical machine, Mabel said she was dealing with problems in her new life after divorce, dealing with jo Joseph's alcoholism. And the only way she knew how to fix that was remediation. So she set out to get Cod's attention through a Loch Ness invention for then she could set out to intervention on invening on Joseph's problem. For he was not listening to their cries. <laughs> and she was afraid he would soon die. Mabel broke down in tears and then Cod followed in suit. And when they were found by Joseph upon the banks, he shouted, How dare you go back! To him, you skank! I loved you with all my heart, and I loathe the days of which we are apart, and I know I need to fix my woes through drinks and blunders and bubbly bows, but I know now that we're not really working if you're gonna be going back to this fucking jerk who treated you like shit, 
who ate all of our uh, food and made us feel as if we're low, as if we have nowhere else to go but grand old Jerusalem. For we should all just say Amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for the applause I assume that I'm receiving for that parable that rhymed and flowed perfectly. I think, I think these riddles are really paying off in dividends. And now I think it's time for our next riddle. Very exciting. I am but upon a wall. I am but six feet tall. What am I? I am upon a wall. I am but six feet tall. What am I? <laughs> oh, sorry, didn't notice you there. It looks like you figured out the next clue. Very exciting. The clue, of course, was what? Uh, uh, you remember it? Something about a wall and being six foot tall. The of course, the the of course answer. The answer, of course, is uh, pa wallpaper. The answer, of course, is wallpaper being six foot tall, covering the entire span of a six foot high wall, which in turn would be very shallow and low, which of course you know of my den. My den is rather short in height, and behind some of the wallpaper you would have noticed there was a crease with a key. The key opened a locket, which I guess was sitting there, and inside was a USB that contained this audio production. It's exciting. I'm hoping, look, I'm hoping, I know, this is, we're getting about halfway through our competition, our scavenger hunt competition, and I'm really hoping that a lot of you have, you know, a lot of you have figured out how this is up, you know, a lot of you are competing and challenging each other to be the best scavenger hunters you can be, and I'm really hoping the competition's fierce, I hope there was like people scrambling to get the key out from underneath the wallpaper, I'm hoping that room wasn't too destroyed, you know, my den's in good condition, I love my den. Um, yeah, I just love my den, obviously. I love my den, and that's something about me that I talk about all the time, is I can't get enough of it. You know, I'll be chatting with people, and I'm like, hey, what are you doing on the weekend? And they'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go out, see friends, see family, probably going to see a movie. I've been meaning to see every everything all everywhere all the time. And I'll be like, yeah, 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 me too, me too, me too. But in actuality, what I'm really doing is I'm just chilling in my den. Because that's like the best fun a man can have. You know, I don't, don't call it a man cave because it's not, it's my den. Okay. And I'll den, I'll deny you of that statement and association. Okay. Cause it's fucked. It's not a man cave. It's fucked. Okay. Let's jump. Look, you received, you figured out it. So obviously you're waiting for the next, obviously you're waiting for the next religious citation. <laughs> Declaration. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, hymn or ode or parable. We're going to go with a parable. So this parable is called... Um, this one's called Corey. And it's about a little guy. He's very small. And <laughs> it's about a little guy. He's very small. Do I need to say more? Here it is. Let me get off the book here. Let me, sorry, actually. I need to... <clears throat> There's one some ancient text. Let me... You can hear that. You can hear the pages turning. Okay, let me have a look here. Okay. Hello, for my name is Quarry. I am inviting you into my story. Do not worry. It is not gory. You will not go and become Snorri. Snooze! 
for I am but a storyteller. I am just a swell old fella. This story, of course, is about me, Quarry. I was born on the second story of my schoolbook depository, in which I loaned out books to the local pupils who often needed help in their studying stuples. Sometimes the rhyme doesn't work. And in turn, what I learnt was that you cannot feel burnt when the children say that you have made their day full of dismay. We have different views and ideologies, and some of the boys needed help with their own stories, but I was focused on my own story, for it needed to not be gory. This is exactly to which I write as they sit outside in my sight, waiting to be admitted. Maybe I should be admitted, because I fear that my responsibilities have lent me to unproductivity and a sense of unaccomplishment. I should just be buried down in cement. My name is Quarry. I work in the school book depository and I feel like I'm just a friend to Joseph. I feel like my life is just on the sidelines. I'm a bit player in my own journey. I would be played by... What's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? Um... Let's find, you know, let's find it. He was in that police comedy show on Netflix, and he's oftentimes like a co medical, medical police. What's his name? 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 Name, name. I was often played by Rob Hubel, for I am never the lead. I am always second fiddle. This is my story in the style of a riddle. Yeah, so that was a pretty good parable. I feel like we're not going to recapture the magic of the first one. I fear that nobody cares for Quarry. And you know what? When you get to the next riddle, you're going to get a parable that knocks your socks fucking off, okay? You're going to get something that's going to make you dizzy. Your head's going to spin and you're going to fall down and feel silly. Forever saying this one isn't any good because here is the next hint for the next one, okay? Here's the riddle. I am... A bag of sand. <laughs> and that's it. That's the whole <laughs> Try to figure it out. Try. Try. I challenge you. Can you figure... I am but a bag of sand. What could that possibly be? Hit me after this. You're going to find out. Here we go. Oh, looks like you figured it out. That's right. It was a bag of sand, idiots. I don't know why I'm calling you idiots, because you worked it out. I think you're geniuses. That's right. It's a bag of sand. Inside the bottom of that bag of sand, you would have felt a locket. And in turn, you would have found a locket. And inside that locket, of course was this audio recording. 
Recording, 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 recording. That's right, that's right, that's right. Very exciting. Here's your religious scripture for this one. Um, it's a parable. Yeah, it is. It is a parable. It's actually, it's actually even actually from the Bible. Yeah, a lot of the other ones were jokey jokes, but this one's real. This one's real, okay? This is from St. Genevia, and it's St. Genevia II, and... I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it, okay? I'm not going to give a title to it. You're just going to find out what it is, okay? <sighs> Being a clown can be tough. For my world is full of rough days in which I go about making sure I'm short and stout. Why do I focus so much on height? Maybe this is my own blight. I should be entertaining them with clowns and jest, but instead I feel like a hiding pest who pesters others about what they stand. Are you taller than a bag of sand? You stand proudly and you stand not meek. And it makes me feel like I am weak, short and stout, oh hear my cry. I hope a clown I will go die, for clowns are never given hope. I hope, I hope this story is read by the Pope in future iterations of, uh, I guess, the Bible. And the end. <laughs> God. And you know what? You know what? I think... I think this last this is gonna be the last riddle, okay? It's gonna be the last riddle because I I I've been recording for a long time and I'm losing my fucking mind. I don't even do a lot of riddles, okay? I don't even do a lot of riddles. So here's the next, here's the big riddle. Here's the big big riddle, okay? I am seen but on the screen. I would be hard to watch while on a trampoline. What am I? I have been, I'm seen upon a screen, I'm seen upon a screen, I'm hard to watch on a trampoline, I think it was, okay, you're gonna figure that out, you're gonna figure it out, aha, you figured it out, it is of course the drive-in movie theatre, that is across the road from the trampoline emporium, yes, a very specific riddle for you to solve. Yippity die, yippity do, Batman! You have been confused and confuddled by I, the Riddler! Yiggity scoogity dung! <laughs> well, I guess you've figured it out, so I don't know if you've been tricked. I think you've, you've, you've figured it out. You found out that that's where I've got the next clue, and that means you're listening to this, and this is the final clue. This is gonna give you everything. This is gonna give you everything, okay? But first, I've gotta give you a religious parable, okay? <laughs> he is just and he is grand for he is made of mounds of sand he's short and stand and, and strong and weak and maybe you should just feel chic for wearing all the ivory gold and people say that he is more for he is nothing more than this he is nothing but just piss piss upon the ivory trough the one of which I stand aloft sitting and just salty weeping every day I start to think that every day is something less than what I was before I say that in a semaphore I say that because I feel like I should be something more every single night I weep for the, I will say that count my sheep and I cannot find myself going Going to just sleep. I sit and then just softly wait for every night I see across my windows on the shores. They stand there with their oars, paddling around in circles, often saying that the sandals are just filling up with sand, for they cannot stand the world in which they have been put apart upon this land. Jerusalem is falling, Nepal is gonna be burning. <laughs> this is my prophecy. I live inside the past.
and every single day of which I say upon this day that there will be a summer's day that is filled with dismay. I know I live upon the pository of my life, and other people say that I am often filled with strife, although I would just bring myself to just, I'll hold that jagged knife, I am often just feeling sentimental, okay? That I know that I'm just not inside a state of sadness, brackets mental. I feel as if every day I'm feeling worse than what I was before, and I repeat this of course in semaphore, a word of pitch I do not know, but I know was used inside uh, the uh, by the modern major general, so which I say and repeat often in of course, Nepinth, Nepinth, Edgar Allan Poe, I know, I know, I know my poems, I know this information, so how dare you spread this defamation that my rhymes are not as good as what they could be, in turn, you know that I yearn for this validation through the things I say throughout the nation, saying that I need to take action for I am losing traction of the poem to which I say in jest, but now I must attest that I feel like I am really wanting this to be quite good, and if it's not, then I would go and would strike upon my daggered heart, for I am just the bleeding start of a revolution of the arts, started by the one and only Paul Blart Molcopter. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. That's right. Now that is a parable. <laughs> Did most of those words not mean anything? Yeah. Yeah, maybe they didn't. But... Listen back over it, assholes. Because if you listen back over it, what you'll soon find is that I reference some I reference some literature shit that makes it seem like I'm not a fucking idiot. So I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting myself. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, and your next riddle is: it's worth a pound in gold, and every day I'm sold. What am I? Hey, you figured it out! It's a feather! <laughs> it's a fe- it's a- Worth my weight in gold- It's like a feather- You know that thing where the feather's in the rock? I don't fucking know! Fuck you! Okay, fine! The episode didn't work! Is that what you want me to say? I did riddles! I did religious shit! I'm celebrating the day of death or whatever I said! I'm celebrating Rob Hubel! Nothing worked in the episode, okay? Is that what you want me to fucking say? I tried my best! Sometimes I set out to do this and I say, I'm going to be doing a podcast episode. I'm going to be doing something new, something exciting. I made a bunch of things on Facebook Live and here's a recording of them. And hey, sometimes they don't work. Sometimes I don't know what the premise is going to be and I feel terrified because it doesn't work for like 15 minutes and then I have to fulfill the promise of the fucking episode, okay, asshole? Okay? And I know I'm not having my case. I'm not having my case by like losing it at you. I know I'm not doing that, okay? But I feel like it's important to relate to you that sometimes things just don't come together in the way in which you want them to make, okay? So, in turn, how about you take a fucking spin at it, you fucking piece of shit? Okay? And yeah, 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 I think the problem is you. Yeah, you may be saying, hey Alex, maybe the problem is you because you're the one that's hosting the show and you're the one that didn't put out a good episode. But in turn, I'll say, hey, maybe the problem lies in you because you didn't actually think it was a good one. Maybe in fact that the people are saying that this is a bad show and the reviews I'm going to do and nobody's listening to it and my parents even stopped listening to it and nobody's really like having a good time anymore. And Alex, it seems like you're not like you're feeling inspired in your voice. Maybe it seems like you should stop doing it. Well, guess what I'll say to you, fucking assholes, okay? Maybe you should learn some fucking manners because guess what who's the one yelling right now who's the one having a fucking mental breakdown on a fucking podcast because that would be fucking you and you're making me feel 
I'm sorry, but you're making me feel like... You're making me feel singled out, okay? Because there's a lot of other podcasts that are doing fucking jack shit, okay? Let me Google some of them. This will be real. This will be real. Let me go. Let, let me go. iTunes, okay? This is going to be a shout out. I spelt it wrong. I typed in Situn. Revolutionizing 5G infrastructure, Situn. This episode sponsored Situn. Oh, God. Like, favorite, subscribe. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the end. That's the end. You got your riddles, you got your shit, you got your religious shit, that's all good. I might include some of the previous thing that I recorded. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how I'm ending this one, but here's the usual end that I do. Like, favorite, subscribe, do all the end things you do at the end of another show, but for this one. This week you're going to share this with fucking no one, buried in the dirt. Nobody wants it. Play the song. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs>